Thank you for listening to Corners and Conversations by Just Contributed Support, better known as JCS. New episodes are released every other Friday. For more information, visit jcsupport.org. J as in just, C as in contribute, the word support.org. To get updates when new episodes are available, text the word podcast to 855-691-4921. Check the description for details. Stay tuned. Peace family, we are back for part two. Timestamps in the description. And this is the second half where we get into more tips, more be on the lookouts. And if I had to do it over, these are the things that I would prioritize type stuff. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's definitely pros and cons. So essentially, I'm pros and cons. You got any others that you would like to bring up as far as? Yes, I have an unlimited amount of negatives. Two things that you'll be frustrated about. And this is universal. The military, it is more recognizable. People express it more. Mm-hmm. There will always be an issue with communication. You can always bring that up. And there will always be an issue with leadership. It's not saying right. people are not doing their job or saying what needs to be said. The question I had to start asking myself is, am I putting them in a position where they can communicate what I need communicated to other people? Am I putting them in a position to where they are empowered to lead me in a way that supports me? So when we talk about the cons of that, you could be exceptional at what it is that you're doing. You could be exceptional with your skills. You could be knowledgeable about your job. You could be passionate about what you're doing. You could be impactful for whatever it is that you're responsible with doing. But one of the things that would discourage you or diminish you, I should say, is if you do not have a superior who understands what it is that you wish to obtain. So for you to be exceptional in your position, when you're in front of everybody, of course, you're representing yourself. But when we talk about longevity and sustainability in your career with the military, it's about the person who's responsible for articulating what it is that you're doing. Because when it's time for promotions, when it's time for all those discussions about who should be recognized, it is not you in the room representing you. It is the people who are responsible for you who need to be advocating on your behalf. This person needs to go to that promotion school because look at these documentations here. Look at these awards that this person received. Look at the level of professionalism, the skills, military bearing customs and courtesies. You can't do that for yourself all the time. Because it is for your superior's um, responsibility, because it is part of their job, to ensure that they are giving you that level of exposure and defending you, advocating for you when the time comes. Now, it's going to be at least four of you when you think about it in each position. So they have to advocate for you the same way they have to advocate for other people, if not more, if they're taking on more responsibilities. If you are not able to organize yourself and make it very simple for the person who is responsible for you to advocate on your behalf, (laughs) you're not guaranteed to achieve those milestones that you have. So the con is not about Mm -hmm. what people are or are not doing. The con is, do you understand how they think so you can give them the best way of representing you in a way they understand? So that is one. Right. A con for me was not keeping records of everything that I've accomplished. Oh, yeah. That should have been number one. Like, I, I understand number one and why I was number one. But <laughs> that one right there, that should have been number one. Because I like, oh, my God, bro. The, the amount of stuff that was mm-hmm. lost through my military career. 
crazy that I've earned through my military crazy. career and I'll never get credit for or recognition mm-hmm. for. It hurts sometimes. It does. <laughs> when I first realized it, right? I'm like, how do you not got a copy of this? When we talk about bigger picture stuff, yeah. accomplishing the mission does not require mm-hmm. keeping your records. <laughs> A lot of frustration that I've experienced is that I didn't know I should document things to follow up with people. So if I say, hey, I have a pay issue. Oh, okay. Another month would pass. I still didn't get paid for that last time. I'm not documenting that. So articulating it, all I'm saying is I have a pay issue. I'm not saying on this date and this time this was discussed. No action was followed after that. On this date and this time it was followed up with this. No action was taken after that. I had to learn the difference between complaints and concerns. Anybody can complain, but that is not an incentive to address it. That's just somebody wanting. Like when your girlfriend or boyfriend nagging, you're like, whatever, I'll get to it when I get to it. But when you express a concern, you're placing that person in a position to assist you because you gave them a valid reason and gave them opportunity to empower themselves by assisting right. you. It's like different from saying, hey, man, I ain't got paid. Okay, well, I, no, I'm just going to know that. All right, man, I'm, I, I ain't going to be here if I ain't getting right. paid. You know, as you complain, mm-hmm. baby, say, hey, I haven't received my last payment from last drill and I have some bills. Right. It's a valid concern. Because you wouldn't want to be put in that position, right? You know, especially if you're... you're uh, I don't like the word subordinate because I don't feel like anybody, the lower ranking, right, when they come to the NCOs and stuff like that with it, the issue, I feel like no matter what level the issue is, that NCO should make it their priority to make sure it's addressed properly, period. The subordinate should have to keep coming to you. Hey, did you do this? Now, don't get me wrong. As as the lower ranking uh, enlisted, do that. Because you, everybody don't think right. the same. It's not a priority unless you're making it one. Right. And some people, it's not because they don't think highly of you or not concerned. It's just they have so much on their plate. They have so much they're thinking about and trying to figure out. Because you got to understand, these people are persons, too. They have their right, own lives, right. too. They have their own family. You don't too. know what battles they right. do. They have their own. Mm-hmm. Right. They have their own things that they're trying to develop and make sure it happen for them in their lives. And sometimes, sometimes their career is could come in jeopardy with this type of stuff that mm-hmm. they deal with. Right? So I agree. You got to take those things into consideration. Um, yeah. You got any more cons for it? Yes, I do. And I'm, I'm yeah. going to limit them because it's not about to be a hour long stretch of just cons. Another thing is asking people, instead of asking for things, ask of things. Is there anything you need of me? A lot of right. people say, well, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? For some reason, we, we have never put the, the dollar amount to favors as of yet when you think about it. So when you are presenting something to someone, I don't just say, oh, hey, morning, morning, Sarge, what's going on? My thing is, if you could change anything today, what would it be? When you ask somebody that type of question, it forces them to think, which means you will start standing out to that individual. So the next time I follow up with something, I need something done, it's not the same as everybody else. One of the cons that I wish to present is that a lot of people follow expectations, but they don't follow commitment. So for those that I was responsible for when I became a non-commissioned officer, I was committed to them moving forward. All right, the development. I I trusted that they knew their job because I didn't have the same job as them. So I can't guide them in that manner, if that makes sense. But I can provide guidance in these are the things that I messed up early on in my career. 
I'm going to give you the lessons I learned so that way you don't have to make those same mistakes yourself. There's not enough time committed to not the soldier's well-being, the person's well-being. Because if I know if I'm providing you with information that can empower you in your personal life, that would translate to you being a more impactful soldier in your military career. Right. The difference between people who are great at their job, but horrible in their personal life is because they have compartmentalized themselves. So while I'm in this position, while I'm in this role, I'm very great at what I do. But it's rare for people to have discussions about what made you frustrated this week back at home and really have a conversation based off of what is the best way of going about these conflicts and issues. Because you're going to see people during that two-week annual training, because now you're spending that time with them, two weeks straight. A weekend a month, anybody can be a great actor. Anybody could say, oh, we're doing this for two days out of a month, whatever. They're just going to hide for those two, three days, however long those days are to report. For those two weeks, you have to work together. All the things you didn't pay attention to is likely to surface during that time frame. So a con for me is not building the relationships with people as an understanding the person in the uniform instead of recognizing the person because of a uniform. Right. And you made a very good point about I've seen it on in ATs where they're literally spending all AT, at least their first mm-hmm. week, doing things that they were supposed to do before, like clothing allowances or uh, checking your records, just getting all the the admin stuff done, making sure people are getting paid and everything's updated right. and all that and stuff. In my opinion, AT is supposed to be your basic training. Correct. Like it's a refresher, a basic training where you go through learning your land nav skills, your marksman Focus skills, on your, your skills, not on the administrative yeah, things. Yeah, right, right. But because they always so far behind and push issues off, like, well, we'll do it later, we'll do it later. They have to by then because now we're getting close to the end of the fiscal year. And now these things aren't dealt with, it's going to become an issue because it's going to be shown. They're going to try to consolidate everything at one time. And so when you look at all of that stuff, it's like I could be more organized getting myself together. For those who are not in, I got some quick tips for you. Get your own CAC card reader. Well, it's called a common access card, but get a CAC reader. So that way you can do all of this stuff at the comfort of your own home. For the the distant learning training and stuff like that, you can knock that out. Mm -hmm. Correspondence courses. Get you a computer. Right. Correspondence courses. A lot of people don't pay attention to that, but that's easy promotion points that will set you apart from your peers. People don't talk about that. You can go to any National Guard unit. There's somebody there who has access to the uh, um, iPerms, whatever the database is. You could give them that document. They can upload it. So you don't have to just go to your unit for everything. I learned that the hard way. You're going to be responsible for your career. So if you don't take it seriously, you can't expect for other people to take it seriously for you. Now, some great things that I've learned is from watching all types of leadership styles. What I mean by that is there's somebody who say, do as I say, not as I do. You can learn a lot from that person. There's someone who they're not great at what they're required to be great in, but they're valuable in other areas. You can learn from that person, too. There are people who you may not have the same ideology or you don't align with them on a moral aspect, but they can teach you something about your military career. For me, I used to have like personal grudges against people like there's platoon sergeants. I still do not like to this day, but they have taught me more because I've seen examples of what I don't need to do to get to a result that I, I wish to accomplish. So learning about different walks of life, learning about people perspectives, 
And just observing the people that you are spending time with can help you better understand yourself. Just like when we talk about basic, everybody do not know everybody in this room, but we're learning how to live together for the duration of whatever time it takes. I look at when I go to drill, what am I improving on? What I need to pay attention to? And I have those discussions. I think it's a, a pro for me, but other people are became discouraged by it. I'm not about to not talk to a first sergeant because I'm not near a first sergeant's rank. Right. I never understood that whole afraid of rank thing. I'm like, dude, it's just his position in the unit. Like, he's still a human. <laughs> the rank or the position, title, whatever that they have, that's in the case something go wrong, they could point at that person and say it's their fault. That's what I think of his rank. Because yeah. when I was a private, <laughs> no problem. PFC, no problem. Oh, Specialist, yeah. no problem. When I became a sergeant, oh, it is my problem. What I tell people is the higher somebody is up on a totem pole, they're just going to say it's someone else's responsibility. And that's the reason why they couldn't accomplish it, even though that sounds that sounds wrong. But they're going to I'm going to give you an example. First sergeants will say, do you have everybody? The platoon sergeant would turn around and say to the squad leaders, do we have everybody? The squad leaders look at the team leaders, the sergeants and say, do we have everybody? Now, the sergeant (laughs) could look back at the, you know, the specialist or below and say, do we have everybody? But it would be considered the sergeant not doing their job if they asked them that right, question. Right. All right. And so <laughs> when you look at it, it's like, do we I'm addressing the non staff sergeant. And that's the, right. the beautiful part of it. But what I've learned the hard way is I've learned so much because I've asked questions. If there's a lieutenant colonel, mm-hmm. I'm asking questions. If there's a a general, I'm asking questions. The people who know things is not because they don't speak. It's because they inquire. They have access to information because they put themselves in a position to receive it. So when we talk about benefits, that's the difference between the haves and the have nots. When we talk about a GI Bill kicker that you can negotiate in your contract, that's more money you could be receiving because you have knowledge of it. When we talk about somebody who's going to school, who could get an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's degree, and never paid a dime for it, they got paid to do it is because of information that they seeked, information that they asked, mm-hmm. right? All right? I went on three deployments because in my mind, that's what I needed in order to get 100% for education benefits from the VA, Veterans Affairs. The National Guard already give you a scholarship state tuition exemption program. As long as it's a public university, college, institution, what have you, they will cover the cost. Why did I go on three deployments to cover the cost of education? <laughs> you know? So right. you, in retrospect, you learn that. You experience it. And I say it's my responsibility to pass it to people. Another one, Title 10, that's the active duty orders for you to go on the deployment. Typically, it's the deployment or if you have different you know, situations going on. But if you get on Title 32 orders, which is uh, ADOS, active duty, um, it's like operation support, something like that. That's still considered the same time as active duty compared to you going on a deployment. Like people like, oh, I want to make some real money. I don't want to do uh, regard. I'm like, you can make some money. If you, matter of fact, you can make the exact Literally. same money. Literally. As, as you would go over there as you would here. The difference is ADOS. You can leave whenever you want to. Only that you're expected to be working and developing on yourself while you're It's encouraged. So you're expected to be, you know, if you got a business going on, stop. Work on your business. Get your business on the ground. To be like versus you with somebody full time and they're like, no, we don't want you doing anything that's going to distract you from your work. 
but you're not full time. You're part time. You're just working in a full time position as help. Right. So you're able to focus on those things and develop yourself. And those are the things that those are conversations people don't have. And another one for those who are paying attention, you could get on orders with any unit in the state. Like it does not have to be mm-hmm. just your anyway. unit. Talk about mm-hmm. networking. When you go to AT or annual training, it's not just your company there or your battalion there. It's a it's a collective of people. Talk to people. Yeah, people all throughout the state. Get to know people. Right. And it does not have to be just at your level of peers or let's say your comfort level. Get into those rooms. Have those discussions. Mm-hmm. When you find people who are in a right. position to provide you with information, hold them accountable to providing that. That is crazy how nowadays people will ask for a social media account before a phone number. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is you could meet people and have a discussion. And to me, I'm just, oh, man, it's a great conversation. How can we follow up with this? I know you're going to part ways, go over here. I'm south of Louisiana. you north of Louisiana. And they'll be like, oh, OK, I'm on IG. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Snapchat. You created that connection. Follow up with them. Hey, what's been going on, Sarge? Hey, Sarge First Class. Hey, sir, I do appreciate the conversation. You assisted me with this. It's letting them know that they put you in a position where they can be helpful. And right. so for some people, it's not that they have to do it. It's just why would they not do it? Because they well, look, I'm glad you paying attention because other people don't. This is what I recommend you do. This is what you should do. Or if you need an outside perspective, hey, so I'm first class, may I, you know, may I inquire about something? I value your feedback. Oh, all right, I'm listening. In this situation, using my shoes will be the best way of going about it. You're not asking how you mess over people. You're saying what is the most respectful, the most proficient way of ensuring that something's taken care of. Oh, if I was you, I would do X, Y, and Z. And that's how I learned. So next time when the event happened, all right, so I'm struggling with doing X, Y, and Z. All right, we could do that, sir. This is what I like to express as well. Well, that's a good recommendation. Well, let's go with that. That makes sense. They see that you're being interactive. They see that you're being involved. Once you are showing that you are confident and competent in what it is that you're doing, less likely people have to walk up to you and say, what are you doing? Or this is what I need you to do. If you look busy, they're going to look for the person who's not busy. Look, we, I used to have people in the units, they literally walk around with clipboards in their hand just because people assume they were busy and they want to ask some questions. <laughs> look, I'm somebody walking fast, walking expedient everywhere they go. Just go over there and just talk and bullshit. But they look like they're about to do something. They look like they did. Right. So, they don't get bothered. One of the one of the things that I loved as well is that you will have opportunities to do beyond what you are expected to do. There's going to be a time where those who are responsible for you are tasked out to do other things. So let's say the first sergeant is out. So that means a platoon sergeant has to step up, a squad leader have to step up, team leader have to step up. Somebody have to fulfill that void, wherever it's at, somebody has to fill it. The people who would do the things that everybody else is like, I'm not trying to do that. When it's time to be recognized and you've documented everything, you put that person in a position to recognize you and advocate for you because you made their job easier. A book that I would recommend for everybody is The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And I think that is a beautiful way of understanding how you can be influential. So when somebody is saying, I need four volunteers to do X, Y, and Z, you don't have to volunteer every time, but just ensure you volunteered. So that way, when it's time to say, well, what have you done today? You pull out that notepad. Well, let's start from the top and you break all that down. I've learned when I walk up to somebody to let them know what I'm doing. They're less likely to question me on what it is that I'm doing. 
Yeah. I did, I did that yeah. to the point where they said, you know, you don't have to come up to me and tell me what you're doing, so on and so forth. But that's them telling you they're not about to check up on you because they see you have a system already. They see you already have a schedule. They see you're doing something. Indeed. I had that personality. And that's the reason why I feel like I literally had opportunities presented to me. Some of the best paying jobs I got came from people that were in the National Guard and they was in good positions to hire me at a better position. So that's how I got the, with the uh, Youth Challenge Program. Captain Montgomery, who was taken over as the director of one of the programs, I had worked with him. So that was the second time he did it. The first time he did it, when I met him at my unit, he was working as a manager at uh, one of the casinos. Mm-hmm. So he was like, hey, man, I would love for you to come work with me, whatever case may be. He liked my personality and stuff. So cool. I worked with him for a while, maybe a year or so. Moved on to other stuff. Met a couple years later down the line. Ran into each other. He's like, hey, man, I'm about to get this director position at the Youth Challenge Program. I would love for you to come work with me. I, I make sure you get paid well. And you got the job. You just got to show up. Right. All right. Literally. As a National Guardsman, you're guaranteed a position at the Youth Challenge Program. It sounds crazy, but you are. Yeah, so he was like, you just got to show up, man. I'd love to have you. I'm like, cool, and that's how I end up doing it. Um, uh, yeah, so we haven't talked about everything, and that was intentional. I think we should have a part two mm-hmm. to this. One more thing before Give we it leave, to me. I wanted to ask you, if you could go back to March 2010, okay. or would you do it all over again? Without a question, yes. Even if the circumstances were different, I would still want to go about it the same way. And the reason being okay. is because, in my opinion, I had to go through those experiences to better understand what part I play in this society, how much influence I have right. in my family, and understanding that was like a rite of passage for me. Fast forward to 2019 when I got out, about 30 pounds ago, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. So I didn't get back in my lazy ways, but now it's that cycle of me getting out of that. I knew there was an organization that needed me. I was at my best when I knew it's not just the decisions I'm making that's impacting me. There are people who value Mm. my input and they're paying attention to who I am as a person. They're paying attention to my behavior, my conduct, how I go about things. That's a level of influence that is not recognized enough, either in the military or out of Mm. the military. So when you have a position, let's say the Youth Challenge Program, being a National Guardman is a requirement to be a cadre. There's still, I call them little rascals. There's still little rascals to this day who say, man, you changed my life. Check up on me. Hey, Sarge, how you doing? Right. Man, you said you was going to accomplish these things. Man, you said you was going to do this. Oh, that's great. You're inspiring me to continue doing these things. People who right. you've met them at their worst and you've seen them grown into mm-hmm. the best example of a human being that they could be, people getting married. People moving to different uh, states, right? One gentleman, he right. changing the trajectory. Right. One gentleman, they they just feel hopeless. You know, they're questioning their value on this earth. To make a long story short, to give them the tools and resources they need to better themselves. Fast forward, now they in Hawaii. They enjoying their life right now, right? One person he joined the the Coast Guard, and I was like, oh, that's the best kept secret. And he was like, that's the reason why I joined. I said, word. He was like, no, no, no. You said that two years ago. That's the reason why I joined the Coast yeah. Guard. And I was like, I need right. to start paying attention to what I'm saying more. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. when you look at that, it changes your life. I also going to say for people who get into the military, they're usually the person that the family, I'm not going to say they're the person that the family depend on, but I'm going to say that they're the person that the family will be impacted by. 
So you don't take the mantle of somebody having to make all these decisions, but they will start looking at you in that light or in that regard because you're not just joining the military to be lazy. At least I hope not. You're not Mm -hmm. just joining the military to get all you can out of it and not leave something for somebody else to inspire them to move forward. Right. The guardsman, the original influencer. Right. So there's a lot that goes with it. Before there was America, there was the guard. But that's a story for another day. It's time well Mm -hmm. spent, man. You can't put a value on these conversations. Because for one, they are conversations that are not being had. And for two, like you said, a lot of the same experiences I've had, right? And we know the pros, the cons, and we know the rewards. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the biggest ones among them being those people that you do impact. And they like, man, I made it, I made a change in my life and my mindset because of you. And like that's invaluable. You can't put a price on that. Because a lot of times when you out here, especially like like you said, I was one of those people that I joined the guard because I wanted to create a lifestyle that I didn't see myself being able to create yeah. any other way. Especially not by yourself. Right. I wanted to learn things that nobody that I knew could teach me. I'm developing, right? But the people that I've impacted and changed along the way, that I've inspired along the way, I made some milestones with strangers that I haven't been able to make with my own family. That's the crazy right? part. People that have known me my whole life. And that lets you know that you know, like they say, sometimes a prophet isn't honored in his own land, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes whatever your purpose, your desire, your passion is, don't change it because it's, you feel like it's not working. You just might need to change who you're doing it for or where you're doing it at and who you're doing <laughs> it with. Because sometimes that's what it is. It's not what you're doing, but those other things, the who, what, when, where, and how, where? right? Uh, and those things change and you have to explore the world and yourself to actually kind of hone in on, you know, actually getting to that place of fulfillment. You never know, man. I'm telling you, go go to those places you, you're afraid to go and the ones you're curious and excited mm-hmm. to go to. Go talk to those people that you would love to talk to and the ones you don't want to talk to. I'm telling you, you, you right. always have something to learn and something to gain. And listen right? to them as if they can teach you something new. You'll be surprised. Oh, right. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, exactly. Great book. And if nothing else, they might say something that allows you to understand their perspective. Even if you don't agree with it, you can be like, you know what? I don't like you as a person, but I understand why you think the way you do or you act the way you do. I agree. Being frustrated by somebody who are just being themselves, that shows what speaks to your character. Once I see that that's somebody and that's just how they operating, I'm like, oh, okay. That's just who they are. I now know to make the adjustments in necessary areas because that's their personality. Their personality right. is who they are, right. but their attitude depends on how I respond to them. Man, thank you for this conversation. I valued it. Anything we can do to help just contribute and support, you know, I love it. It's one of my favorite organizations. And I'm not just saying that because I'm here talking to you. I really love the message. Oh, that's so tough. I love I love the delivery. And I love that it's centered on the youth because I'm a firm believer that they are the ones who are going to inherit the earth. If you want to have a better future, you got to work with the youth because they're going to be the ones that create their future. So uh, thanks for your time, man. Uh, anything else? Any last words you got for us? 
Yes, for anybody who what this just contributor support is about, you can uh, check us out at jcsupport.org. J as in just, C as in contribute, the word support.org. If you don't feel like doing that because you're lazy, you could text JCS to 855 691 4921. And there you have it, folks. Another episode. <laughs> If you made it this far, thank you for listening. If anyone wish to be a guest, please feel free to let us know. You can text the word guest to 855-691-4921. New episodes are released every other Friday. For more information, visit jcsupport.org. J as in just, C as in contribute, the word support.org. Check the description for details. To get updates when new episodes are available, text the word podcast to 855-691-4921.